Jeff is out again today, and we have another surprise co-host. So let's get started right away. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Lace Larrabee, and I am grateful for bug spray. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for you, Lace. I am chronically grateful for our friendship, and Aww. it's Lace is one of these people who I can just see her face, and I know I'm gonna laugh. So I prep my, <laughs> I prep myself for laughter every time I'm with Lace, or every time that I that I talk to Lace. Lace is a comedian that Jeff met through the stand-up comedy world. And she is one of the funniest people that I've ever met. She's one of the coolest people that I've ever met. And she's also the co-host of Cheaty's podcast, which is the 1022 podcast that's um, that Jeff has been working on for since they've started. And it is hilariously funny. But we'll get back to that because it's Friday. So we had to jump right in and say, okay, Lace, on Fridays, mm-hmm. we do a one to 10 scale check-in. And that right. is because it forces you to identify how you're actually feeling about mm-hmm. the week. Mm-hmm. So we do that every Friday. So mm-hmm. I will ask you on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling? Okay. I think I would go for a seven. Okay. I think I'm feeling a seven. Do I explain it now? If you want to explain it, yeah. If you um, don't, and just be like, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, seven is one of my two favorite numbers, so we'll start there. And I feel like it's it's not being too too generous or too too negative. So mm-hmm. I like uh, I like feel I feel safe at a seven because I feel like I'm being honest with myself. Uh, because I've had some, some hard things to get through and I feel like I'm, I'm handling those well. And I've had some lovely things, but I definitely could be giving more, uh, to myself during this time and maybe even, maybe even more to people around me. I probably just haven't really been there much for people around me or myself as much as I should be. You know, I think it's being there for yourself. Yes. Being there for others, I feel like goes in waves because sometimes you are the one that is able to give yourself Mm -hmm. and you have enough to give that you give to other people. But there are some times where you have to be, and this is so hard for me, you have to be the person that's okay with where you're at and okay with people being there for you. Right. And just not being in a space where you can give to anybody else. And that's hard because you feel guilty by nature, but it's just like a part of being a human being, you know, like, I think you're, you're totally right. And it is, uh, it's definitely the nature, not just human nature, woman nature as well to kind of feel the desire and the obligation to make others happy and keep yourself fulfilled and happy. But I feel like you have always been really, really good at going, you know what? I can't give to X, Y, Z right now. So I'm just not going to, and I'm going to focus on what I can focus on. You're so much better at that. I swear. And not in a mean way, like in a very respectable, like, I wish I had those sort of boundaries to just go, 
oh, is everyone getting together to do something? Well, doing that would probably screw up my entire day or week or put me behind on something. So I'm going to do it anyway. That's me. You're right. like, <laughs> it will screw up everything and everything. cause a ripple effect of horrible yes. things. Yeah. It's fine. Like I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to miss out. I don't want FOMO. So I, 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 I do things, but you're so good at going, yeah, no, that's not no, for me. I've, no. I'm busy. <laughs> I, it's, it, you know, that, um, on friends, do you, you're, are you a friends watcher? Girl, I've seen the entire you seen the the whole thing, I, I don't, I, I stopped counting how many times I watched it. Put it this way. I used to, I used to have the entire set on VHS. Love it. Okay. okay. So you're my people. <laughs> so I love when Phoebe is like, oh, I wish I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> And that's me. And it's only, that's been, you. <laughs> it's only been like a recent thing. Like five years ago, I was like, oh yeah, I feel like I should, or I feel like I have to. Uh-huh. And I know my dad is listening to this right now, just hanging his head in shame because he is the one that's like, it's important to go to everything and be a part of stuff. And I'm like, no, not, not if everyone there is getting my worst self. And then I yeah. come home in a bad mood and give my husband his worst, mm. or my worst self like that. So yeah, boundaries are key. Anyways, I got totally sidetracked there. So, um, me this week, I'm like, Oh yeah. I wanted to ask you, I should ask you. Yeah. How are you? So you're at a nine? Yeah. Nine. I have had, it's weird. So Jeff has been gone all week and it's my first time having a solo week with Ellie, like a good Mm -hmm. solid three days. And I still am going into my corporate job. So it's been a really early, really weird week, but I figured out the logistics and it was a little hectic. That Mm -hmm. said, I got all of my work done last weekend. So I haven't had that stress. So it's been like a nice solid chunk every day of time where I'm not rushing. And I got to say, it feels awesome. Good for you. What is that like? What is what is not rushing like? I've never done anything on or before time. I, I do it at the. La- I come in on two wheels for almost everything in my life, including recording this Same. podcast with you today. Same. This might be like the first time ever. And the sad part is, is I actually do miss Jeff, and I get to see him tonight. But uh, I had a really productive week. (laughs) I used to say things like, I get so much more done when you're not around. And I was so offended by that. But the reality is, okay, yeah, you, okay, I, I get it. You, you actually do. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any like secret, were you a sex in the city watcher? I was, I was not, not, uh, def- not as hardcore as friends. Like I can't remember every single episode the way I can remember friends, but you know, for the most part, it's trivia. You and I bring it on. I will challenge anybody like same. And I should be on the same team and then just like, see if you can go against us. Cause we will nail it. I have <laughs> secret single behavior. You know, this is like uh-huh. a sex in the city thing where they mm-hmm. do stuff that they don't want their significant others to know that they do. Right. And I have stuff that I do every time Jeff is gone that I don't do when he's around. Okay. Do life. you have that? Sure. Yeah. I think we all do. What's yours? What do you do when Jared's not around? Cause Joy, okay, so she's married to a touring comic also. So you're right. used to not always being together because he's on the road or you're on the road. That's true. Yes. Well, and well, you're home. And yeah. He's not. Yeah. 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 
So granted, he has kind of been on hiatus from the touring, but he's still, but we can, he, if anyone listens that listens to this is listening to me and listens to Cheaties, y'all know that he is in the woods a lot of the time as well, literally, with, uh, literally in the woods building his uh, bike park. So yeah, I, I am used to like these big chunks of time without him a lot. And um, it's weird because it's not, it's so common that I have like big giant chunks of time away from him that I'm like, I don't know if it's secret behavior. I think it's just my behavior. <laughs> I think my baseline is just me without him. And then when he gets here, I'm like, oh, cool. He's here. Let's do something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you and Jeff probably spend, especially because you have a kid. I think y'all probably spend a lot more time together. Well, uh, he works than, from home now. So we oh, spend like an that. unusual amount of time together. Yes. And I yes. realized before you left for this trip, I have not spent a night without him in a year and a half. Oh, wow. Which is crazy, but it's been like the pandemic and stuff. And yeah. every time he's gone, I he hates Papa John's pizza thinks it's disgusting and it, it really is disgusting. It is. It is. But I love it. But I do too. I do too. I have definitely. Okay. So that's funny that you bring that up. Cause I was sitting here trying to think about like, what all do I do? That is, I definitely, it's the same situation. Jared also thinks it's like the lowest quality pizza and he's not wrong. It and is, it's the best. <laughs> okay. What do you get? Because I get myself a thin crust, all veggies, and I add pineapple to it and I judge me if you want. I don't care. Bring it on. And, uh, and I will, I have completed an entire large thin crust cause they'll only do the thin crust and large, uh, pizza with the pineapples on it. Um, all by myself in a day I have. And with the garlic sauce. Oh, a hundred billion percent. Of course. Yeah. And it's who, cute that we call it you? sauce. <laughs> it's just butter. First of all, it's just straight butter. It's <laughs> cute. Really cute. Um, Real yeah, cute. I feel like at one point, though, it actually was something creamier or something. And then they changed it. I think it, so, it too. It used to be a little different. Like when we were growing up, it was definitely different. But I, I agree. get a small um, <laughs> cheese pizza with uh-huh. extra sauce. Like, oh, yeah. make it saucy. And I devour <laughs> it. In like it has to be on the couch, no dining room. Dining room <laughs> is right. only when Jeff is here, and I binge watch whatever. Like oh, Jeff yeah. is not good at binge watching. He doesn't. He's good at binge watching of like okay on Saturday nights we can watch three episodes of Shit's Creek or whatever. But he can't sit there and watch seven hours of Friends. I can't. I can too. Same. Same. Or Dateline. Yes. Yes. Or go back and forth between the two, honestly. I mean, because I can't do I can't do like a ton of murder stuff in a row, but I do like a little murder. I'll do a little murder and then I'll go back to a lot of laughs. I like to, you know, it's gotta be lots of laughs, little murder. That's the that's the perfect recipe for binge watching. And I love to go back and forth. If I'm getting tired or I'm, I'm getting to an episode of, I don't know, The Office or something I've also seen a billion times, mm-hmm. I go, uh, I'm like, okay, all right. I, I, I'm already, I already know the whole storyline to this one. And I know the next one that's coming up and I'll scroll through and I go, I need to get a little murder. And then I'll go see some kind of documentary or dateline. Yeah. And then I'll, afterward, I'll be like, I need a palate cleanser. I'm going to go back to the office. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm just going to end it on Friends. Yeah, or Friends again. This yeah. trash is like infiltrating my brain. Jeff yeah. hates it when I channel surf. But but he always, he, the thing that I think I undervalue in my marriage is I always have control of the remote. 
And mm. I always offer it to Jeff and he always says, no, whatever you want. That's so sweet. he's, he, that is never like an argument that we have ever had, which is awesome. I feel very spoiled by that, but he hates when I channel surf. He's like, can you just pick, pick one thing? And I'm like, well, what's the fun in that? Like, <laughs> then I, one night he had to work and I was, I was watching, um, we used to live in this house. I don't know if you went to our old house, but it had like uh-huh. a great, um, room, like a, it was almost like a bonus room, but we used mm-hmm. it for a living room and mm-hmm. there were floor to ceiling, like windows and doors, which is nice. great. However, nice. when you were watching murder, not so great with the windows. Not so great. No, no, no. Because I'm like you're, every five seconds, you're going to see a, not a non-existent murderer in the window, right? Is that why? Yeah. 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 <laughs> or you're going to be like, you know, there is a little bit of a crack in my fence. They're probably looking through the fence, watching me watch Dateline. And this is how it's going to go down. So I was doing that. He is, he's working. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, he's like, all right, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm like, all right, great. And I was actually watching Unsolved Mysteries, which oh. I don't know if you watched that in the 90s. That is 100%. a scary show. It's, it's terrifying because it's all true. And so it's and it's unsolved. And that's the scariest part, because if, especially if it's like, yeah, and they never found her killer. And it looks like uh, last place he was spotted was five houses down from you. That's how it always feels like. And then they just end the show and you're like, there actually was one so the first season i didn't really think about that like i knew the music was creepy and stuff like that but then when they brought it back like i'm like okay i'm an adult now i am a grown woman i can handle this and i turn it on and it was there was there were like two in a row that i watched and one of them was actually in georgia so i'm like well that's same 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 so i watched all the new ones too and i watched the Georgia one and it's literally up there. I knew where it was. I used to live in that town and I was like, huh? All right. No, no, absolutely not. They've never caught the person. Obviously. Never. And so that freaked me out. And then I'm like, okay, that's just, I was just freaked out because it was a local. So then I watched the next one and I'm not even kidding you. The scariest one I think ever out of both seasons was the one with the guy who his whole though I think they lived in Europe or something like that. He killed his whole family. Well, you can't give a spoiler. Oh, alert. sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> killed his whole family. Um, <laughs> buried him under the under the this patio. Whole, <laughs> this whole family. Unsolved Mysteries. Just listen to the upside. Lace will just tell you everything. So, um, but this guy hey, is the scariest thing. I look at it this way. Sorry, Callie. I've got to just say uh, that came out like two years ago. So people should have that already watched true. this that by is now. True. That is true. Okay. So I should not have to give spoilers for something that has been out for a long time. That's sorry. True. Okay. Now that, continue. Okay. okay new okay. rule. New rule. If it's new over rule. two years old, no That's no right. thing as a spoiler. There you go. And watching it, by the way, just as thrilling. I mean, it's still oh. literally unsolved. So the whole, so you're not taking away anything. Anyway, so this guy kills his whole family, right? And they see him on surveillance video and it's a super rich guy and this affluent couple and all this stuff. He's never been found again. Uh, or again, I don't know why I said again. He's never <laughs> been heard from, Mm-mm. seen, Mm-mm. nothing. 
like 100% off the grid. And the thing is, normally I would think, oh, well, you know, I, I don't know, but he's so rich that I'm like, you know what? People like that have a weird way of getting underground and like nobody yes. knowing. So I'm yes. totally convinced that he's still alive. I, I am don't know too. Where he is, but that episode just, oh my gosh, that I know. is terrifying. And I would all, and, and, and my, my thought process is always, well, he's not going to go missing and stay. And well, I mean, sometimes they do end up in plain sight and like right down the road from yeah. where they committed things. So he could totally still be. And I think it was France, right? Uh-huh. So he could st- totally still be around there. But then my, my, my dumb thought process is always, well, he's probably here. He's probably in Georgia. I mean, and wouldn't you want to leave? Wouldn't you want to go that, is that far away and go somewhere and hide? That's probably and it. he's probably looking in my fence right now, which is right. I'm now terrified. <laughs> like he's definitely 100% fled from France and he's in mm-hmm. my backyard. That yeah. is the most logical thing in my head. <laughs> and it really is. I can't, <laughs> can't get past that. So I was so terrified. So then, of course, I, I'm like, Jeff, I can't go to bed. I'm, I'm so scared. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed. And I'm like, you're going to leave me in the room with all the windows? <laughs> in the murder room? In the murder room where I most certainly am going to die. And then <laughs> we didn't have a TV, a working TV in our bedroom. So I made him bring the living room TV to the bedroom that has <laughs> that has drapes. And so I could watch Friends and like hook it up. And he was like falling asleep while he was doing it. Just giving me one eye, you know, being like you. Yeah. You and you. binge murder shows. Yeah, he's like, this is what you get. This is what you get for, for watching it. Yeah, no, I totally, I do that same exact thing. Um, and I I also have that nice privilege as well of Jared just letting me pick. And most times if we're going to watch TV together, we'll both kind of say what we want to watch and I'll, I'll do a little survey to make sure it's not something that he totally doesn't want to. Uh, but you know what we always end up on? I don't know what y'all's go-to is, but the mm. one that we can always enjoy together, no matter what, is 90 Day Fiance. Oh my gosh. That show is, uh, I got to give props to TLC. Oh because yeah. Because their shows are insane. Like, oh, okay, uh, so 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm, they also mm-hmm. have the, um, uh, what show is it? The Plathville thing. Oh, I don't even watch all those. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Plathville, I'm highly recommending because it's so crazy. It's a family in South Georgia that raised their kids, never like leaving their land or any, like they have had Uh, no connection to the outside world. And then mm -hmm. now their teenagers are like flying the nest and like totally rebelling and, you know, Mm -hmm. wearing like, you know, tight clothes and stuff. Yeah. As they should. As they should. As they should. Run. (laughs) Run far away. (laughs) Run. Um, And then what's the other one that trips me out? Oh, Smothered. Have you seen? Oh, I've heard about it, but I've yet to watch it. When I say that we go, our go-to is 90 Day, I I don't mean that we watch anything else on TLC, really. We watch 90 Day Fiance and we go back and watch old episodes because we only found it like. I always knew it was around, but we never really like turned it on until the pandemic. And then we were like, let's see what this is about. And we are completely obsessed with the train wreck. That is, if you haven't seen 90 day fiance, it's basically about people who are bringing in 
potential spouses from other countries and navigating the visa process and getting all mm-hmm. the stuff. So it's like, I've only watched a couple seasons of it and there are multiple seasons now, but oh, the one yeah. that I watched that I got hooked on is like this guy that straight up just wanted a visa and like hated the woman <laughs> that he was quote unquote in a relationship with. And it was the most awkward But like, you can't stop watching. They're so awkward. And that's our favorite game to play is like, does this person just want a visa or are these people actually really in love? It's fascinating. And then I change my mind every episode. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they are kind of in love. I mean, I know that they're 30 years apart, but you know, maybe, (laughs) maybe they have some chemistry we can't, we can't smell through the TV. Maybe they have chemistry we can't smell through the TV and they don't speak the same language, but maybe we're missing something. I don't know. Maybe we're missing the eye yeah. contact and, yeah. and in person, you really have to see it. The eye contact <laughs> to know what the connection is. Uh. Um, so speaking of like really compelling, crazy stuff. So Lasis co-host of Chidi's podcast. And yes. I, here's the thing about the show is like the idea of the show on paper is like, oh, I know what I'm going to turn on to. I'm going to turn on a show and it's going to be a bunch of women complaining about how they were cheated on. And it's going to be like, wah, wah, wah. I'm here to tell you it is not wah, wah, wah. It's more like, oh my God. Good. And it's awesome. Good. Oh, I love that show. Love that description. Thank you. Tell us how. Cheaties came to be and who your co-host is because there's two of you yes absolutely so I love I love our little origin story of the podcast so I had so prior to my lovely husband who I've now known for going on nine and a half years prior to him I dated a guy that I should have never dated I, I do a bit about it on stage when I'm always like uh he had red flags he was nothing but red flags but he was tall And I accidentally, accidentally dated him for six years. It was a fluke six years. It was a fluke. I didn't mean to, but he was tall the entire time. So it's very tough. I couldn't stop. Yeah, I couldn't stop. Uh, It looks good in pictures. So anyway, this terrible guy, he's super, I mean, textbook narcissist. It's just a dumb relationship. He was a few years older than me. Not very much, but, you know, I was 22 and I met him on my birthday. So in your head, you're like, oh, it's serendipity. <laughs> we met but, on my birthday. We married. happened? So long story short, the relationship was very tumultuous. It was not great. Uh, I caught him cheating on me. I knew he was cheating for a long time, but I had no way to actually find out. iPhones had like bit that they had been developed, I guess, while we were together. And I, you know, started going through his phone, caught him cheating. And, and the rest was history. I, I screenshotted, screenshotted. I don't even know if that's the proper past tense, but took screenshots. Yeah. Yeah. So took screenshots of everything in the phone, sent them all to my text them all to myself. I waited until the next day I was going to go in and and approach him at work because it was with someone he worked with. So that was the game plan. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. So solid plan. That's a right plot line. Yeah. Right. Well, six years had gone by. So I'm not, I'm not going to give you the benefit of enjoying this in the privacy of our home. No, I'm going to make you answer for your sins in front of an audience, right? The person you cheated with and the person you cheated with hoping she's there at the same time. Right. So that was the whole game plan. But honestly, like I couldn't, I couldn't wait any longer. Like I'd gotten all the information in the middle of the night, 
tried to go back to sleep, slept with my eyes wide open, like a psychopath. Yeah. Um, laying there next to the enemy and, uh, he was sound asleep. And then I got up, got ready for work, was about to leave. And then I had it. He, I think he said something annoying to me or something. And then I lost it. And I was like, well, at least I didn't, you know, and I approached him. Oh, what? He's the first thing. What? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? That's not what? And I'm like, it's all right here. I have everything. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, fast forward to, obviously we broke up. It took me a while to get him out of my house, whatever. That was a whole other thing. Uh, it was real winner, real winner. Couldn't yeah. move out. And this was after he was sharing my car for a while. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, oh, and that's, I did throw all of his things over the balcony twice. As one should as one, as one twice, should, which means you twice back in and then you, yeah. Yes. And then I needed to kick him out again. Yes. So, um, and then that was years and years ago, obviously met my husband, blah, blah, blah. Oh, started comedy, broke up with that dude, quit my job that I hated, uh, started up comedy. And then all within like six months later, I had met Jared, who's now my husband. So, uh, I met, I don't know, let's say, gosh, over five years now, good, probably close to six years now, met another comedian named Catherine Blanford, love her to death. Right. We were friends for years. She dated another comedian for three years and I don't know, a good year. And they like trauma bonded when they got together. So they had both had loss in their life. They had both lost a parent and uh, his was more recent than hers. And they kind of bonded over that. Like they were a couple that were so mismatched from the beginning. Right. Yeah. And uh, probably halfway into that three year relationship, she started to share things with me privately about the, you know, some things that he was doing that she couldn't prove. Same thing. Couldn't prove he was cheating, but there was some really... Her sketchy guts, stuff her guts like he is guts. so cheating on you she knew it and she told me and i'm the one who was like he's cheating on you i didn't have any proof but i was like i'm telling you that's not healthy that's not healthy it, no no guy goes and buys his girlfriend tells his girlfriend that he doesn't have rent money and then buys one of his quote platonic girlfriends a uh, a pair of 80 dollar tennis shoes no yeah no what? that's not a thing that's not a thing that's not a no. thing right so I told her, I, I started putting the bug in her ear pretty early because I was like, a lot of your relationship matches a lot of mine. I want you to get out of it before it's six years too late. Okay. So I had been in her ear for a while. She kept it up. Three years later, she catches him cheating the exact same way. He's asleep, passed out on the couch. She's going through his phone in the other room and she's literally going through and she finds it. She finds the cheating evidence, the girl writing and literally saying like, your underwear. I, haha, I found your underwear the other day. How did it end up under the rug? Ew. Yeah. Gross. Disgusting. Gross. Disgusting. So this girl is just spewing everything, which is exactly how I caught my ex too. I mean, they had just gotten real lazy and he hadn't deleted gotta anything. You got to be smart, people. You got to be, be smart. Better, but at least use innuendos or something. But the other girl was just so graphic. Like, and then here's what I did. Line by line by line by line. And so same thing with this girl. And Catherine was like, as angry as I was in the moment, knowing he's in the other room. And she was like ready to just blow the whole thing up, confront him, all of that. She said in the middle of it, I stopped and thought, I am literally doing Lace Larrabee's bit right now. (laughs) And she's like, should I call her? (laughs) She's like, call you from the bathroom in the middle of the bathroom. She's like, please. 
She almost did. She almost did, but she didn't. She was too enraged. But the fact that she stopped in the middle of catching the person she lives with, the person she loves, the person she's been with for three years and trusted with so much of herself, she stopped and thought of me. (laughs) And we weren't even like best friends or anything at the time, but it's just so funny that she was literally was like, should I just call Lace? I'm the helper. Like, I'm going to fix it. And uh, so she walked in the living room, threw the phone at him at in his crotch. And uh, that's how she woke him up. That was it. That was the end of that relationship. She posted online that she was single and literally like the next day. And I called her that second because I had known that that was a bad relationship and I wasn't surprised, but I was concerned for her, called her. And in that phone call, it clicked because I'm sitting here talking to another well-spoken, lovely, hilarious woman, right? And I'm like, okay, if the two of us have gone through this and we're having this whole cathartic conversation, there's no way we're the only ones there. And I, and I started thinking just out of the friends that I know, I was like, I know so many people who've been through a similar thing, maybe not have caught the person the same way, but have been cheated on and have survived. Cause that was essentially the conversation right. was like, Listen, okay, how did this this happen to us? It can happen to anyone. It doesn't mean you're bad or you made mistakes or anything. It just can happen to anybody, right? I'm giving her all this mm-hmm. advice. And then I was like, what if we started a podcast? So it was all my idea. I mean, I'm li- literally, she's like crying. It's an hour long conversation. Like, Wait a minute. I'm like, you know <laughs> what? This relies on this pain right now. Exactly. Now I sound like such an awful friend. Yeah, as comedians do, because that's y'all's yes, job. It's that's literally real life. Literally. And like, and like yes, into something that you can then be funny and then release. Like that's exactly comedians. Exactly. So my comedian business brain was like, all right, we should start a podcast. And then it hit me so quickly. I can't even, I mean, it was not like we sat down and discussed different topics. I literally was like, we should start a podcast about cheating. Oh my God, we should call it Cheaties, like Wheaties, but with a C, like Cheaties. And then I could picture it. I was like on the cover of it. We're going to be, you know how like on the cover they have like a bowl and then someone with a spoon. And I was like, instead of spoons, we could have knives and we can have these big giant knives. And, and I just like, it just happened and I could not stop talking. And, and she was like, that's a great idea. I'm down. I'm interested. Because she's in that moment is. where right after a relationship, you're just ready to, you're like, yeah, screw it. Let's go. If someone relies on your financial support, whether it's a child, an aging parent, or even a business partner, you need life insurance. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? You could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process, and eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical team exam requirement for a simple phone call. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. 
policy genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. One thing that everybody got used to over the past year, past year and a half, is wearing the most comfortable clothes in your closet. It was all about comfort then appearance. And now that the world is opening back up and school is headed back this month and things are starting to to become back to normal, go back to normal, we've got to focus on looking good as well as being comfortable. Rothy's has that covered in the shoe department. And now they've got comfortable, great looking shoes for men. These shoes are durable, They're washable, just like the women's shoes, and they are better for the planet. Plus, they give them such rigorous testing during research and development that not only do they have a perfect fit, but they maintain that perfect fit wash after wash. So if you are ready to step up your comfy wardrobe and make it look good as well, Let's do it with Rothy shoes for men and women. They're washable, they're sustainable, they're stylish, and they've got shoes and bags. Go to rothys.com slash upside. Find your new warm weather favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside for comfortable shoes for women and now for men from Rothy's. One thing I've done daily more the past year than ever is wear my headphones, like my earbuds, right? And on days where I jump from phone call to phone call or Zoom call to Zoom call, my ears hurt. And if you know, you know. Ears are similar to fingerprints and that no two are exactly alike. That's why your earbuds probably cause you discomfort or pain after a few hours of wearing them. The Ultimate Ears Fits True Wireless Custom Fit Earbuds from Ultimate Ears are here to change that. Ultimate Ears lets you mold your earbuds to your ear, and it's the coolest thing because you put them in your ears, and then a light comes on, and you can actually feel them molding to your ear. And you can do that in 60 seconds. I love them for conference calls, and I don't have to be the person on the call constantly readjusting my earbuds because they keep falling out. That always happens to me. And messing with my headphones during calls was so distracting and now I can focus on the call instead of my discomfort. Ultimate Ears Fits are the world's most comfortable earbuds. You get a guaranteed perfect fit in 60 seconds. Ultimate Ears Fits will stay put when you're on the go, but feel ultra comfortable so you can wear them all day long without pain or discomfort. For a limited time, get 15% off your pair of Ultimate Ears Fits true wireless earbuds at ue.com slash fits. Use the promo code upside at checkout, and that's going to get you 15% off with promo code upside when you go to ue.com slash fits, F-I-T-S. Today's three random things are brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is fresh off of cheaties. Being in a negative relationship can weaken your immune system. Negative moods may change the way in which the immune response functions, and they are associated with an increased risk of, exa- how do you say it? Exacerbated inflammation. And actually that was a Harvard study. So this is like a legit study that people that are like in a negative relationship, Mm -hmm. that actually really does matter. Mm -hmm. My second random thing is a new um, survey shows half of adults have unused gift cards, vouchers, or store credits that add up total all of us to $15 dollars. And 73% of those gift cards have been 
given to us over a year ago. And I can tell you without certainty, I have a little stack on my (laughs) desk. I don't know why I'm not using them. I don't know why it like blanks on me. Every time I place an order, Mm -hmm. I cannot get rid of these gift cards. Mm -hmm. And it's stupid because we're trying to save money. It's places I shop at or eat at. They collect dust. It infuriates me and I don't know why. Well, it's a genius move because on the the part of the businesses because they know that that's exactly what all of us do. We get them. We're thankful to have them. We look at them and go, I'm totally going to use this. I can't wait <laughs> and, to use this. And then the businesses are just sitting there like, ha, 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 already got your money, lady. <laughs> right. They're like, who cares? We don't care if you use it. I will say Target does it really well because you can actually put the gift card in your Target app. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of places you can't do that until you're checking out. But like with Target, as soon as you get a Target gift card, you can go plug it into your phone and throw it away. And that to me is like genius changer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I will not, I will not use the ones, the little hard copy ones. I I don't know what it is. I like, can't remember it. There's too like many to put in the wallet. It makes it big Mm -hmm. and bulky. And I just don't want to carry around another thing to be totally honest. Mm -hmm. Um, and my third random thing is, and Lace, I'm curious as to if you knew this or not, instead of an agent, Bill Murray uses a 1-800 number where you can leave a message for him. If you want to cast him for a movie or an event. I did know that. I literally just listened to an interview the other day about, uh, I think it was like a director or somebody, I can't, uh, if I could remember the episode or what I was listening to, but uh, they were talking about that, how difficult it is to book Bill Murray <laughs> because you have to like find him. You have to know someone that knows yes. the number. Yes. Yes. And that's yes. like the whole, yeah. So I just thought that was kind of genius though. Cause he was like, I read more about why he did it. And he's like, look, these people are blowing up my phone at all hours mm-hmm. of the day. They're calling my house. Like I'm sick of dealing with agents. Like, so here, here's an 800 number. Nobody else has my number and you can, number one, figure out what the number is yourself. Number two, leave a message and hope I'll call you back. (laughs) But it's great. Think about it. Like there's no more genius idea than that because the exclusivity factor is... Oh, talk about boundaries, Ex- exclusivity and boundaries. Oh, like he I love freaking it. I love it. it. And I love it. And those yes. are my three random things. It is free stuff Friday. So we have something to give out to you this week and we are giving away a one month supply of liquid IV, who is a sponsor on our show. Now, Lace, I don't know if you've ever had liquid IV. It is among other things, a very, very, very good hangover cure. Mm. So I don't know if you've like dabbled your paws in this before, but I I have, I have not. And this is something that I could definitely use. So I'm going to bring you a bag. Yeah. Um, because it seriously, Jeff and I will drink it after a night of drinking before we go to bed and then you wake up and it's like, Oh, none of that last night happened. It's so nice. Oh, I love this idea. If you want to win the one month supply of liquid IV, text the word water, W-A-T-E-R to 800-434-5454. You have until Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern. I am so beyond happy that you agreed to be my co-host and I seriously could talk for another like five hours. I could do a five hour show with you right now. I do want to say one thing that I meant to bring up earlier and I didn't is that you have an all female comedy class. And Mm -hmm. I say that not because I particularly think that there are a lot of comedians listening, but that is exactly who's taking your classes. Like people who aren't 
comedians. Like they're not comedians who are trying to be touring comics and then taking a comedy class. Like I think some are, but I'm saying that because a lot of people are using it for different things. One, to get out of their comfort zone. Yes. Two, to be a better speaker at work or to have more confidence to give presentations yes. or, you know, they're right. Like most of them oh, aren't aspiring to be touring comics. A hundred million percent. Yes. Most people who sign up for the class do not, that that is not their dream of like having a Netflix special or living on the road, doing stand up. Uh, and I have had, and I, oh my gosh, I, I would love to say, and I've got these three success stories for you, but uh, it's countless. There are every type of woman who has taken my classes has left. I always ask them at the beginning of the six weeks, what's your goal? And so many of their goals are literally just, I want to do something for myself. I love that. And, and they're like, I want it. Some of them are just straight honest. And they're like, I just need to get the hell out of my house. Like I need to get <laughs> away from my kids for a second. I need to get away from my spouse. I just need to do something. And some of them are like, I just want to focus on something that's not work, but for their work, they do have to talk to groups of people or do presentations or whatever. And they're like, I have to do that. I don't love it. I'm trying to find a way to love it a little more or be a little better at this thing. That's work that, um, that I, I, you know, does, I'm not super pumped about. So they come in and they get to let all that go. It is, it is a little stressful, obviously, getting up and talking in front of people. But I walk them through the process and I promise every single person who comes in the door that I will not let them fail. And uh, six weeks later, everybody looks like a star. Even if the ones who get up there at the graduation show, they never touch a microphone again. They still think for one night they get to feel like um, like the king. Queen, and it's about a safe, that? Like yeah, the queen of the a, world. <laughs> Who are you, Lace King? What? I know. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's amazing because I also was really inspired by a couple of your students to the last graduation show I went to, which was like over a year ago now, but um, were fresh out of a divorce and like, oh, I yeah. just need a change. I need something yeah. in my life to be different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's also a safe space. So it is. I don't know. I mean, my best friend, Chrissy took it and absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. And, um, I think it's a safe space for, for grief, for mm-hmm. anything that you've been through to like also process that and do it in a space where you're not going to be made fun of. You're not going to be judged by the people around no. you. And you really have done a beautiful job of making it safe for everybody, Thanks. no matter what their story is, who they are, what they look like, what their history is, mm-hmm. what they've done, what they've not done, what, you know, it, it's yeah. all welcome with you. That's right. And what their goals are. I mean, everybody comes into the room, you know, for a different reason. And um, but at the end, they all have this shared experience together, you know, because like you said, there's no judgment and they are in a safe place. So for six weeks, they just get to work things out. They just and how often and this is what I hear a lot of the times from a lot of the graduates is they go, how often do as a grown woman, do you get to meet other grown women that you don't work with or that's not Mm -hmm. a parent of a kid that your kid plays with? Or if you don't have kids. You know, you're like, where do you go and meet other other people? And so all these. Oh, and it's the coolest thing in the world. Every week they all come in a little nervous, whatever. First week, once they get up on stage and introduce themselves, one of the main things I I make everyone do when they get up there, because this is one of the hardest things to do for women, is uh, they say their name and they say their age. And I'm telling you that tiny moment that, that they go through for the first step in the class that releases so much off of our shoulders as women. When we walk around, we hide things like our age. 
It's and so we, weird. How silly is that? It's so it's, weird. You've earned your age. Whatever age you are, you've <laughs> earned it, right? And I'm like, all right. And even then, women, like, I can see them sweating when I tell them to say your age. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to. I don't know if I can do that. And I'm like, okay, if you can't do that, this is going to be a real hard process. Because <laughs> I'm expecting way more than that. But, uh, but yeah, just to watch them just get things off their chest and all share it. And then for other women in the room to go... Been there, done that. I understand. And then they literally like their eyes light up with, oh my God, I'm not the only one. Are you kidding me? And then they all leave as like all, you know, good friends. And they've all went through this scary process together. And yeah, November will be four years since I started the class and I've graduated over, oh my, close to 300 people at this point. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I remember at the graduation show I went to, people were cheering before they even got on stage like because all your friends that have just been through the six weeks with you are cheering you on yes you have like a built-in if no one else in the audience laughs you've got you've got 12 other women that's right like rip roaring laughing (laughs) yes no matter what so it's Mm -hmm. built-in laughter um so Mm -hmm. please where can if you want to listen to cheaties or you want to follow you on instagram where do people find you Okay, so if they start with my personal Instagram, you will see in my bio two different handles that will take you to the Cheaties page and to the Laugh Lab page. So my classes are called Laugh Lab Comedy. We offer, and now we do co-ed as well, but we still, we kept the mainstay, we kept the OG class. So we still have the all women classes uh, and we also do sitcom pilot writing and we also do sketch comedy writing in addition to stand-up comedy. So if any of that is of any interest to you, uh, I do both co-ed classes and all women classes um, for the stand-up stuff. So please, you can head to my Instagram at Lace Larrabee, L-A-C-E-L-A-R-R-A-B-E-E. If you just attempt to find me, if you try to Google me, Lace Comedian, you'll find me. <laughs> so uh, you'll find links to the handles for Laugh Lab Comedy and then Cheaties Podcast. So everything for Cheaties is under at Cheaties Podcast and everything for Laugh Lab is at Laugh Lab Comedy and everything for me on all platforms is at Lace Larrabee. <laughs>